ask yourself these four questions. When time last disappeared, where was I? Who was I with? What was I doing? And how did I feel? Welcome to The Chill Factory, where we make work, school, relationships, and life less stressful. I'm Jordan Friedman. Do you ever feel like going away, maybe far away, leaving the stress of life behind, maybe sculpting an easier, happier way of living and working? Do I hear you saying, yes? And what if you can't do that? Are there still ways of getting away and getting more satisfied and moving forward without going very far? My guest, who's on her own global getaway right now, says yes, and we're going to join her to learn how to chart smarter paths to a happier, more satisfying life. And because perfectionism is a big roadblock that prevents many of us from even embarking on our ideas and goals, we'll spend time on ways to knock down that barrier. Petra Kolber helps people and organizations get unstuck so they can become unstoppable. She's a certified performance coach with a specialty in positive psychology. In fact, her first book, The Perfection Detox, was a number one new release on Amazon in 2018. She's currently writing her second book called Moments, and we join her shortly after she arrived in London. Petra why have you embarked on this traveling adventure? Can I call it a nomadic adventure? Yes, you can. It is nomadic. And I left New York City at the height of COVID. And I thought, if not now, when? I think it allowed us all to question how we want to live our life. What do I want to keep? What do I want to change? And for me personally, travel had always been a huge part of what I had done. And then I came into relationships where travel was kind of put on the back burner. So I thought, if I'm going to do this thing that's been in my heart for about the last five years, now is the time. One of my taglines is to live a life of your dreams versus leave your life with regret. And I knew, Jordan, this would be one thing on my list of regrets if I did not do it. Can you tease us with the places you are planning to go or the places where you've been? I've been in Europe now close to 10 months. I've been to Spain, Portugal, France, Germany, uh, heading to Greece, been to Bruges, Belgium, so many beautiful places. Morocco was unexpected. And I'm heading back to the United States and I am still going to go to Asia for about a year and I will still be, you know, a nomad. I will be doing Airbnbs. I'm not going to rent an apartment or get anywhere where I could become too comfortable. You don't want to get so comfortable in the transition phase that you give up or let go of your you know, you have your change of plans. So I'm definitely headed out to Asia in 2024, and I'm so excited about that. And then my last part of this travel, I think, will be to South America for a little bit. And this is mostly for the new book you're working on called Moments, correct? So yes, my book is called Moments. It was going to be around age, but I think that's part of a moment. You know, when was the moment you felt old? Or when was the moment you felt like you could be too old to pursue your dreams? And what I realize is it's the micro moments that 
we make these small moment by moment choices that lead into this macro moment where suddenly the world sees it, whether it's what we perceive as success or writing a book or getting your podcast out there. It's all these micro moments and internal moments and these small decisions that we make that lead to these seemingly epic and memorable moments in the future. And that is very interesting to me because I've met so many people on my travels and I do want it to be a global conversation, global stories around the world of these moments that really shape us and define our future. And I assume that part of the book as you develop it is talking about being aware of these moments or going back and thinking about what they were and then how they helped define what has happened since. A hundred percent, Jordan, because I think we often forget we're so busy being human doings, and this is a lot about what you speak about versus being human beings. We sometimes don't even notice those crossroad moments and also be awake in our life. So like you said, Jordan, when the next moment, the next crossroad comes to us or we step into it, we can make an informed decision based on our best possible future, our hopes, our dreams, possibility versus fear, doubt, and what we've done in the past that may not serve our best future. And I think how you termed it informed decision is really important because it's not a decision that's going to guarantee an outcome. And that's part of life and part of dealing with stress is that we need to go with the flow when things don't quite work out the way we would like them to. Yeah, I think, Jordan, in this day and age, we've become so fixated on the the end goal. I really believe that's why a lot of people don't pursue something because the biggest, I think we have two fears. What are people going to say if it doesn't work out? And, you know, are people going to judge me? But we forget who we become along the way. And this is, you know, my past book was called The Perfection Detox. And a big part of that is our negativity bias. We tend to be black or white thinkers. It's a hit or a miss. It's a success or a fail. It's, you know, in fact, I believe the only failure is if we do not try. Because even if we don't hit our goal in the way we had hoped, the data that we get from the disasters, the research we get in the rejection, allows us to move into iteration 2.0 with much more information. And when we wait for things to be perfect or when we think we have everything figured out, you know, our best ideas will die in isolation. You have to get it out into the world. And then you get to iterate and make things better. You get to see the gaps, you get to see your blind spots. But as you had mentioned, when we're constantly looking at this end finish line as our definition of success, we lose so much joy, so much possibility, and so much information about both ourselves and how we interact with the world that we could really use in our future decisions and moments. I wanna come back to the perfection detox in a minute because just the name itself, we could talk about it, I could talk about it for days. I want to go back to the travel part of your work right now. 
Because I think a lot of listeners, and I'll raise my own hand here, would love to travel around the world or travel around Europe or Asia or even, you know, in their own country, would like to be able to experience lots of moments, perhaps write about them as you are. The reality is that many cannot or at least can't do it in the way that you're doing it. So I wonder from your great professional experience as well as your experience traveling right now, what would you say to someone who would love to drop it all or make a big change, escape, have an adventure, but feel like and actually have limitations? Such a good question, Jordan. And I think we have an opportunity to look at our day every day with a choice Um, from a place of limitation. Totally agree. Finances, family. You know, I have the luxury of having savings. I'm going through them a little too fast. But um, unfortunately, you know, my parents are both passed. So I don't have aging parents. I'm not married. I'm not in a relationship. I don't have children. So, you know, with every dream, there comes a loss. And I'll talk to the escape part in a moment. So when people might look at what I'm doing, and I, I agree, it, it looks fantastic. And it is fantastic. And there is a loss. I had a forever relationship that ended up not being forever. So I lost what I thought my life would look like. And in that I could, you know, and that got to say honestly for a couple of years there, all I could see was the limits, you know, the loss of what I had hoped would be. And then on the other side of that, that there comes a freedom in being able to travel now. So I want anyone who's listening, if you think you have some limits, sometimes those are absolute gifts. And I think for many of us, we can also get very comfortable in our habitual living. Maybe get up a little early and go to a nearby lake or a mountain and get up and challenge yourself to see the sunset or the sunrise. Challenge yourself to maybe go just a couple of towns over that maybe you've never visited before. Get on a train one day, carve out some time with your family to do something a little different. But the biggest thing I would offer to you, to your listeners, Jordan, is this idea of escaping our norm. And my moments here in Europe or in America or wherever I am, There are moments of magic that happen when we're in this state called flow. Now, flow has been spoken about quite a lot recently. Flow is that moment in time when time disappears. So what I would encourage your listeners to do, Jordan, is can you carve out more moments of flow? And you might go, well, I have no idea what that feels like because I'm so busy being a human doing. So I'd ask you to ask yourself, when is the last time that time disappeared? Now, for me, I've had many of these moments watching a sunset, having a cup of coffee in a new place, dropping into conversation where I'm trying to speak very bad Spanglish or Portuguese and really communicating with someone on a heart to heart level. But when is the last time time disappeared for you? And then ask yourself these four questions. When time last disappeared, where was I? Who was I with? What was I doing? And how did I feel? 
And you might say, well, I, why are you asking me these questions? Because maybe it was watching a sunset. Maybe it was knitting. Maybe it was reading a book out in the back of the garden. These seemingly insignificant moments of time when you drop into this flow, what will happen is you actually escape probably the one of the largest prisons we give ourselves, and that is our mind, our own internal judgment of ourselves and how we should be in the world. And so when we drop into this place of flow, we actually take a vacation from our own mindset, our own judgments of ourselves. And when you can take a break from your mind, it actually is active rest for your brain. And so I'd ask your listeners to ask yourself this. And if it was watching a sunset, can you do more of those? If it was fishing, can you go back to fishing again? Maybe it was photography. Often these these things that we love to do, but we forget because we become so busy. And then we think, oh, well, for me to have this epic life, I have to go and travel the world. Actually, maybe no. Maybe it's planting a vegetable garden. Maybe it's spending more time with your family. Maybe it's cooking again. Maybe it's going to learn how to do something new, painting. So these incredible moments in time don't have to be epic moments. They just need to be meaningful moments to you and your heart. Yes, and that's what I love about the examples you gave. Most of them, I think all of them, are so simple. And by that I mean they don't require getting on a plane. They don't require withdrawing thousands of dollars from your bank account. They can be as simple as watching a sunset or having a cup of coffee or planting a tree. So thanks for answering my question in that way, because it's stress relieving, frankly. We tend to look at others like yourself. You're fortunate enough. You've worked very hard to be able to do what you're doing now. And we think, oh, why can't I do that? But what you're saying is, well, you can do that in lots of different ways and you can build up to something else or even something bigger at some point. 100%. So it's so simple, but it's not always easy because it requires planning and it requires dedication to you and your own life and taking the time out of this busyness to be more of a human being versus a human doing. And Petra, you brought up something earlier in our conversation that often prevents us from even embarking on some of these more simple paths. And that is a feeling that what you're going to do needs to work, needs to be perfect. And it's a big stressor for a lot of people. It becomes such a part of us, Jordan, we don't actually realize it's there. It's like a comfortable woolly sweater, but it's this weight that we carry that what happens if I don't live up to someone else's expectations? Like I'm going to get found out, the imposter syndrome. And what happened for me, I was very lucky through hard work and opportunity and timing to become well known in the fitness world. And all of a sudden I get this identity of being a fitness expert. And my brain, my negativity bias took it on as like, oh my goodness, if they think I'm an expert, I need to know everything, which of course is impossible. And why I know this is so painful and such an important thing to look at with kindness and appreciation of yourself is because I suffered from anxiety 
for many, many years. And I didn't look at it because anxiety isn't, you know, sexy. So I put it into a box and what you don't own will own you. So my anxiety grew into panic attacks. I had so much pressure on myself to be perfect, to show up, to say the perfect thing, to look the perfect way. I had very little joy in what seemingly are these incredible moments in time. So all I'm going to invite anyone who might be suffering with this is know that you're not alone. Social media has made it worse. Know that what you see on social is only the highlight reel. We are all flawed and it is the imperfect moments that actually connect us because I went to therapy for this for many years and one of the biggest, most powerful moments she said it was a casual moment as I was walking out of the door as we're trying to analyze this thing of anxiety she goes people can't relate to perfect and I was like I thought that's what people wanted was a perfect Petra and the minute I let my guard down and the minute I allowed myself to say you know what that's a great question I have no idea of the answer. Does anyone else in this room know the answer? The doors opened up Mm. and my level of connection and availability to the people I was wanting to serve just elevated. So we often feel that we need to be perfect to be worthy. That's humanly impossible. No one relates to perfection. We connect in our cracks. And here's the big difference. Instead now of being fueled and driven by fear and doubt, and if I don't show up perfectly, they're going to think I'm an imposter, we get to be fueled by possibility, collaboration, asking for other people's input, and that's where the magic happens. We get to connect and collaborate with people versus feeling like we need to know it all. That's a very lonely place to be. You know, when your therapist said that to you, that people can't relate to perfect. That was one of those moments for you, right? 100%. What I thought people wanted was actually the thing that was separating me from everybody in the room that I wanted to help. If there's a part of my story, my struggle, that might help the person in front of me, and I've gone through it, and I have a solution, I certainly don't want to be therapy on stage, but if I've got a solution that might help the person in front of me, it's my duty to bring that into the conversation. Say, hey, you know what? I also struggled with that. I also know what it feels like to have the rug pulled away from you, and this is what helped me. Petra, thanks so much for spending time in the Chill Factory today. And I think this is going to be one of those episodes that listeners re-listen to because there's so much, there's so much great stuff. Thank you. It is so good to be here, Jordan. Thank you for having me on. Be sure to check the episode notes for more about Petra Kolber, and we'll put a link in there to her first book, The Perfection Detox. Continuing along with this theme of getting away, let's visit some quintessential summer spots. We did this a while ago because listening to enjoyable environmental sounds quickly reduces stress and anxiety, including right after stressful events. These benefits can be helped along by focusing as best as you can on what you're hearing and not worrying about what else is going on. 
Welcome back. All of these sonic tonics can be heard in their full length in the Sonic Spa, which is the most popular feature on the Chill Factory app. You can get the Chill Factory app by downloading it from the App Store or Google Play and enter the password postcard when prompted. This will give you and 25 other listeners full and free access to all of the Chill Factory app's features for one year from the original post date of this episode. It's quitting time for this episode of The Chill Factory. I'm Jordan Friedman. Thank you so much for listening. The Chill Factory is about to go on summer break and we'll be back in September, but we're leaving the factory's doors open so you can enjoy all of our archived episodes. There are more resources at thechillfactory.net and we hope you'll share and follow The Chill Factory so you'll know when new episodes are available. And as actor John Barrymore said, happiness often sneaks in through a door you didn't know you left open.